Hi, welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, I'm the loud one. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Loud and Short of It, uh, intro, take seven. <coughs> Yo. Hi, welcome to the Loud and the Short of It. I'm Ramsey, I'm the loud one. I'm Jesse, I'm the short one, and I've never met this man in my life. Jesse, <laughs> what are we doing this week? We're doing it, we can't do this over again. <laughs> Let's go. This week is a monthly movie review. As you know from reading the title, i got to stop doing that part. <laughs> uh, this week we're going to be doing Knives Out, which actually came out last month, but like the end of last month. And we're going to be doing uh, Ramsey's entire childhood leading up to one movie, uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, you got it right the first time. I've fucked that title up 800 times. Ah, bad what do you only say? I, I don't remember. I'll be like, Star Wars, Revenge of the Re- Skywalkers. Revenge of the Return of the Skywalker <laughs> Jedi. Skywalkers are back. Sky- Star Wars, please remember there are Skywalkers in this movie. Mm, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Alright. Which one do we just want to start with? Assume you want to end on Star yeah, Wars. Knives out. I could go for 800 minutes on Star Wars. I could go for 80 seconds on Star Wars. Mm, well, let's, we let's, let's try to get in the middle of those two. For the for the sake of the viewers, you guys want to talk about Bosk? <laughs> so, uh, Knives Out. Guess what it got from the critics? Eighty nine. Ninety seven. Jesus, which why? Is really high, and I was very confused why the critics put it there. But audience score? Eighty nine. Ninety two. You're pretty close. Huh. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a firm seventy five. Oh, I won't go that low. I'll go to flat eighty. Yeah, <laughs> get into the second. Give give the rest of your okay, spiel. Give the rest of the, give the rest of the spiel. I'm gonna say it made 185 million dollars so far. Okay. 27 million for opening weekend. Well deserved. And its budget was only 40 million. So. It's a, a good show. It's all actors in that house. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That is a beautiful house they have. Uh, and from this moment on, if you don't already know, then shit's gonna get spoiled. So yeah, if you haven't seen the movie. You, you, I mean. It's up to you, but probably shouldn't listen if you haven't seen the movie. If you have seen Star Wars, we're going to put in the description on Spotify where you can jump to and just listen to just the Star Wars stuff and none of this. I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what else you got for it? Uh, those are all the stats you do? That, that's all the stats I do. That's everything. It's really hard to remember the shit we look at once a month. <laughs> uh, see, what? where do you want to start with Knives Out? Let's start. Let's start broad, and then we'll work our way into little details. Okay. I'm gonna go broad on it. I'm gonna be like, the way that they advertised this was it was like a who's done it movie. Yeah. Which I don't. That's not really my genre, which is probably why I only gave it a 75. But in general, this is also kind of it defies that genre. It's you know who did it from the get go, which is kind of yeah. like in one way, real interesting and a cool different take on a who done it movie. Yeah. But also like. You advertised it one way, and yeah. then two minutes into the movie, you're like, ah, but, but fuck you. And you're like, well, 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 that's not what I wanted to do today, though. Yeah, I didn't think this movie was going to be like a fucking high-class experience. But also, like, it, when, as soon as that happened, I feel like the director, which Ryan Johnson did this in the last Star Wars movie, I feel like that was a twist that he wanted to just be like, ah, see? It's not what you thought it was going to be. But in reality, it ha- like that happened where we find out who it is. You know, like, it's it's... It's just super anticlimactic. I'm like, that's that was kind of fucking whack. Like, I, I it it played as a different movie, but you can't advertise it as like, 
this Clue-esque movie. And then, like, if you're going to put a twist on it, you can't have the twist just be up front. Yeah. And the, the other thing with the way it's advertised and the actors they have in it, because, like, like you said, Clue-esque, the whole time I was picturing, like, much more goofy than the movie is. And yeah. it is a goofy movie, but it, the way that it's I look at it is movie. that, who's the dude that plays uh, James Bond? What's his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig and Chris Evans. Those two went into that movie and they were like, this is a Clue movie. And they're like, it's goofy and fun and we're going to have a fucking ball filming it. Yeah. We're not acting, we're having a blast. We're just doing silly fun shit. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously acting, but they're doing fun acting. Yeah. And everyone else in that movie did not get that memo and is like trying to play this shit up. No, and see, it, I disagree, dude. I think everyone was just like playing their own like stereotype or archetype, whatever they call it. Like, I, I, I feel like there were there were no characters in here who were like groundbreaking. Like, you, you take the 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 lady who played Thirteen Reasons Why girl who mm-hmm. killed herself. She's a little spoiled brat who like is trying to not be a, a shitty person, even though she is a shitty person. Jamie Lee Curtis is the rich daughter. Her husband's a scumbag, fucking Republican dude. I just, uh, they were all very, they were all like kind of cookie cutter characters to me. The only one who was like, had any depth really was Ransom, who's played by Chris Evans. But even in the end, he's a scumbag anyway. Yeah. And I just kind of, I don't know. I felt like I felt like all the depth in these characters were artificial. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't. When, watching the movie once it ended, I didn't feel like I wanted more depth or backstory to these characters. I wanted them to just be more ridiculous. Yeah, I can see that. Because Daniel Craig, like, I I don't know how much of that is written in and how much is, like, improvised or where it came from, but he's just, like, he is so out there that it makes every other character, it seems like they're in two different cinematic universes. Like, Daniel yeah. Craig is a fucking cartoon character that's yeah. just being ridiculous. And the cops play off of him well. Yeah. Because the cops are grounded and acting like normal people, and they're like, why the fuck is this dumb fuck doing yeah. weird shit and pretending like he's Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. But I just then, think that... Honestly, the cast of this movie was distracting. Yeah, it was more. It was way less like these are people like we casted because they're perfect for these roles. It was less like uh, who would be a good shortlist. Like all right, we got Chris Evans, he's hot. We got fucking Daniel Craig, everyone's loving him. He's James Bond, Jamie Lee Curtis, fucking Hannah from Thirteen Reasons Why. Just all like these people, of, like, all, all these big really names, famous yeah. people. And it's like, I'm just thinking, I'm just like, why the fuck are they in this movie? I- I do think maybe if there were just less characters, then that would give these big names more of a chance to make their characters better. Yeah. Because, like, 13 Reasons Why Girl, whatever the fuck her name is, like, she really maybe was on screen for, like, 20 minutes yeah. of the whole movie. Oh, like you that's, can't, that's generous. Yeah, like, that's, that's a stretch. So yeah. you can't really do much with that. Like it, yeah. And that's that's the same with both of her parents. And I can't remember all the characters, but the ants. Yeah. And there's, there's a little Trump kid. He's in the movie for like three minutes. The kid from It. But Again, he's, he's in every yep. poster. Like yep. he's, his face is big on the posters. he was in It. That's and the he, thing. They're, they're, they're just, it, like this movie was like, it felt like it was casted by a marketing team. Yeah, and I, I just see that. I fucking hate that. But I just like, I don't understand. Like Lake Heath Stanfield plays the, the like, he's the straight man to Daniel Craig's fucking... Um, like out there character, but like if if you know anything about Lake Heath Stanfield, he's super fucking weird. Mm. He went on to like sneak the complex of sneaker shopping barefoot and just made fun of everything <laughs> on that show. I was just like, I I, I don't know, dude. It, it felt like a the the casting. I, I'll shit on the casting all day because it was shitty casting. I just but in general, you like the movie. Was, oh no, I did like the movie. I'm just saying like this part of it was like 
I, I have uh, my main beef is the marketing of this movie and that the marketing leaked into I feel the marketing leaked into the casting. Yeah. Because if you look at it, dude, like Michael Shannon's in this movie. Michael Shannon doesn't fucking do anything. He's in it for like ten minutes. Yeah. Like he is. It, it, the movie's not about the family, but it's marketed like it is. Yeah. It's about Anna de Armas who plays this maid who um, accidentally kills uh, this head of the family, but he's like he get, she gives him the wrong medication. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. And she's like, oh, my God, I killed you. And he's like, okay, we're going to figure this out. We're going to make we're gonna ma- make a way for me to just die and you not to go and to jail And he fucks for over it. his whole slumbag piece of shit family. Like, every yeah. one of his family members, he fucks them over and helps this nice nurse out. And then, obviously, that doesn't work out for her. Yeah. And it's just a game of, like, will she get away with it? It's not a game of who did it. It's just, like, is she? what's going to happen? Yeah. And Which, I, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it, but I dude, just... Dude, the, the, the execution is It's hard, to, it's hard to go into a movie... Like, if we had gone into Star Wars, and then all of a sudden a great, uh, like, philosophical, like, I don't I don't know, horror movie came on, it, that could be a great fucking movie. But if I sat down in that seat being like, this is a Star Wars. Yeah. By the, I, halfway through the movie, I'd just be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't want this right now. Like, yeah. this is not what I signed up for. I just, in the movie, is like, it kind of feels like it's trying to base itself in, like, twists and turns. And, like, one twist is that the guy who plays Chris Evans, oh, he's not a scumbag, but in the end, he is the scumbag. And I was just like, that's, like, you don't get to say, like, the person who probably did it didn't, like, was like, oh, he didn't do it, and then at the end, yeah, he did do it. Like, that that literally is just, like, it, it kills it kills itself in the end. Like, it kind of, like, immerses the momentum because you're just like, oh, he did do it after all. I'm just like... But no one else seemed that suspicious, like, you know? Like, yeah. they, they weren't, there weren't other people who well, had, it's like... it's not even that no one else seems suspicious, it's that the movie, which, which I don't think a whodunit movie should do I'm this. Like, I'm starting to like this movie. <laughs> but this movie made it so that literally every single person, which Clue kind of does in other whodunit things, but every single person is exactly equal. There's, yeah. there's no point in it where you're like, oh, I think, I think it's this person, I figured it out. Which is what I like to do in those like TV shows and like Sherlock Holmes. I love to sit there and be like, I figured it out. I figured it out. And then I just like, no, you're completely wrong. You're an idiot. Yeah. Here's why. And I was like, oh, they pulled one on me. Yeah. This movie, you're never sitting there like, I got it. I figured it out. You're just always like, that person's a piece of shit. That person's a piece yeah. of shit. Like the only thought that I ever had during the movie that was wrong, I was like, maybe they all did it. Or yeah. did, did like maybe like it was just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's I don't know I. It's not a whodunit. It's a good movie. No, it's not a whodunit. It's a thriller. Just don't don't go in this movie expecting like twists and turns and shit. I guess I guess we can't really say that. Everyone who's listening to this should have listened to watch the movie already. Yeah. But I guess going into that movie expecting twists and turns and like because that's I like movies like that. I like going in just being like this movie's gonna be weird. There's a lot of twists. Like weird shit happens. That's interesting to me. It's just like it just kind of murders the my like vibe in the movie whatever it just it, it kind of like it exposes itself in the first 20 minutes yeah it's it's a lot of like in you know we'll get, we'll about to get into star wars we'll talk about this more but like ryan johnson directed this movie he directed the second uh he directed the last jedi which is the second in the sequel trilogy which took a lot of things that jj abrams set up in the force awakens and you watched the movie just the other day and he just like the main bad guy that everyone thought was gonna be the new emperor dude he kills him and he's never explained yeah. He fucking just kind of throws away a bunch of characters and he's just like, "No, nah, I want it to be, I want to subvert your expectations." But the thing is just like sometimes when you're expecting something and you get it, that's way more satisfying than getting something you didn't expect. Yeah. And I just I feel like he keeps trying to do that in the movies and shit he makes. 
Mm-hmm. And he, he again and again, like I guess it's only happened like twice, three times, but like it just keeps falling flat for me. Yeah. I mean, overall, the ride is great. Yeah, after like being for hindsight in this movie, I'm looking back on it. And I, I remember I walked out. I was like, yeah, that was a, that was fun. Like that was a, that was a solid B for me. Like I, it wasn't what I wanted. I I expect this movie a lot better than it is. And the fact that I did and I walked out, I still liked it a lot. That's great because like. Even the the performances aren't amazing, but like the, the, there's funny shit in this movie. It's really if, funny. Let, let me let me say this: if this movie had been uh, had been marketed different, and I went in and they were like, "This is going to be a movie where Chris Evans, Captain America, and Daniel Craig, 007, play goofball, fucking silly characters that are nothing like their actual who they who they play in the movies we all know them from." I would have I would have left that movie fucking thrilled. Yeah. Which I, I it's not a bad movie. I didn't leave no. upset, but I left being like I at no point was on the edge of my seat of suspense, which is what I thought was going to happen in yeah. that movie. I was just like watching Daniel Craig do a weird British mixed with Texan accent and uh, just southern accent through yeah. the whole movie that didn't make any sense. And then you could just tell like, you could just see in Chris Evans' eyes how happy he was yeah. to not be Captain America. Like, the second that he starts being a piece of shit again, and he goes back to being a bad person, you're like, this, he's, he just wanted to do this for years, yeah. He hasn't gotten the chance. I've, I've lo- Dude, I fucking love Chris Evans. I've, I've been watching Chris Evans' movies far before he became fucking Captain America. This dude plays the same guy in every fucking movie. He's a great character actor, but it was kind of fun... At the end, to see him flip and be a piece of shit. Also, again. just when, when he when he first shows up, which he doesn't get as much screen time as he could, the movie mm-hmm. would be better. I mean, he, he's one of the mainer characters, but yeah. still, he doesn't get as much as he could have. Uh, he just walks in and starts telling his whole family to fuck off. Yeah, he's like every time they tell, he's like, "Fuck off, fuck off! Yeah. I don't want to hear shit. Fuck, eat, eat shit, shit, eat shit, shit eat, eat shit. shit. Definitely, eat definitely shit. shit. You're just, it's so perfect yeah. to see Captain America telling people yeah. to eat shit. It feels because I at first like he's a scumbag rich boy, but you like him because he's telling his other scumbag. He knows he's a scumbag. He's the only and, one in the family that's willing to tell the other scumbags in a family that they're scumbags. Yeah, he's just telling everyone to fuck off, and I was just like. That's pretty relatable. Like, as soon as, like, you just start, stop giving a fuck around your extended family and you just treat them the way they treat other people, like, it feels good. And yeah. you, you like him. But then he just, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> you find how much of a scumbag he is. And you're just, I can't be on, t- on this the dude's team. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, it was it was well-directed. I thought uh, a lot of the uh, the cinematography was cool. It had it had good lighting, but it was kind of weird, too. I feel like, felt like it was, like, like gray and like tan yeah which i was i, I didn't expect a lot of rainy scenes yeah and they did a really good job there's one point in the movie where they talk about a creek in the stairs and i remember just like like completely was in the movie no part of me was like thinking about anything else because yeah. i was like just the way that this is shot and them showing the different hallways and they like they break down the house and they're like these are the ways that you could get in and out yeah and it was just like daniel craig's whole thought process trying to figure out and i was like this is just fucking cool. Like, yeah. this just feels nifty. I did... That's actually a really good point. You fully understand the layout of this house by the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, you know exactly where they are, like, what what's going on. You know what they're talking about. And, like, this movie explains itself super well. Like, yeah. it's not the explanations you want, but it's like... I, hats off to him, man. Like, that that was... <laughs> the polar opposite of Clue... Yeah, if, if you, I think if you sat down and watched that movie and critiqued it, I don't know why you would do that. That's not what the movie's for. Yeah. But if you did, you'd be like, the kitchen is attached to fourteen different rooms. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. Like, how did they get from there to there? Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. it's cool. Um, 
And RMS is super dope. She's she's like a she's an up and coming actress. I guess for the past like two years, mm-hmm. but she's starting to get more shit. She was funny as fuck in this movie. Her the funny one of the funny things in this movie is she is like she whenever she lies she pukes. Oh yeah, and like she is lying to the cops. The cops don't care because they know like she's fucked, and so she fucking pukes or whatever. And then he he's just like. Yeah, it's okay. And, like, they keep going with the... I like that a lot, and how they weren't just like, well, you know, you're fucking up the law or whatever, like most <laughs> cops do in movies. They were just like, she's fucked either way. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, Knives Out. I guess I don't have as much say on it as I thought I would, but... It's a good movie, just... It, it's a, I, 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 it's poorly marketed. That's a, yeah, it's the only real beef I have with it. Um, it's also interesting to see uh, Hannah Baker, whatever her name was in this movie, The 13 Reasons Why Girl. I don't know. That might have been her first movie. It's the first movie I've seen her in. She seemed natural there. <laughs> Technically, she, her first movie was Endgame. She played the older version of Tony's daughter. Really? After he snapped, spoilers for Endgame, fuck off. You oh, yeah, seen that's, it. yeah, that's your fault. She plays the older version of Tony's daughter. You know how when Thanos snaps in Infinity War and he sees Gamora? Yeah. He, Tony sees his daughter... Uh, but they cut the scene because it was dog shit. <laughs> so she wasn't even in the it final was, cut of the movie. Yeah, no, it wasn't her fault. But it was like, fuck, <laughs> she like got this close to being the biggest movie ever made, oh and they cut God. her ass. Uh, yeah, oh God That's bless fucking her. Fucking brutal. Yeah, no, she did a good job. Yeah, no, she was super convincing. Is like, I actually like her character a lot. She, you know, granted, she was more like, she was like people we know who were just like. You know, like, these rich kids who, like, are very liberal, and then, like, there's a shot of them losing something, <laughs> and they just, like, they start crumbling, because I know people like that. It's, it, I don't know, I, re- I really liked her. She like, was the middle-tier piece of shit of yeah. the family, which was yeah. saying a lot, because they were all garbage. Oh, people, yeah. But. She was still dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you Oof. got for Knives Out? You don't Just jumping into Star Wars. Oh, look. Uh, you got your little list for it? Yeah, here we go. Cause I, got, I got a lot on Star Wars. Okay. Guess what it got from critics? I always like to get you fifty-seven percent. Did you look it up? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Fifty-seven. <laughs> Guess the audience. You memorized it? Uh, no, I didn't see the audience score. I don't know, like seventy percent. Eighty-six. That's people, shocking. People are easy to make happy. Yeah, Jesus. I give it. I'm giving it a sixty-eight. That's yeah. Fuck it. I'll give it a sixty-eight too. You know why I gave it a sixty-eight? Why? Because I was looking at all the other movies that we've ranked this year. All of them. And right above that, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, not a good movie. It was at 70. Star Wars, not that good of a movie. But I like Spider-Man more. I, they could make a bad Spider-Man. I'm still going to like it. They can make a bad Star Wars. I'm still going to like it, but I'm going to like Spider-Man oh, more. No, I do not like Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, I, gave it a, I don't even remember what I gave Spider-Man. I'll, I'll give it a... A step above Spider-Man. I'll give it a 72 or something. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> tracking any of my numbers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this movie, there's a lot of backstory going to this movie. Oh, yeah, we don't need you to do that. Well, I have to. Not today. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the fucking lore, but, okay. like... Let me, let me give let me give the yeah. budgets and whatnot. Uh, so far, we're, we're still in opening weekend. We're recording this uh, on Sunday, mm-hmm. so these numbers are... It's hard, it's hard to judge. So far, it's made $375 million worldwide. So, they're going to keep making these movies. Even if they say they're they're done with done with this, it's not done. The Skywalker's done. Um... But it's looking like it's going to make less in its opening weekend than Episode Eight did, but not by much. And it might beat it. Who knows? It's all up in the air. Uh, the interesting thing is I went, just, just for curiosity's sake, to look at what Episode Four, what it made in the box office and how much it cost. 
episode between episode four and episode nine, the budget increased more than twenty five times, from eleven million to two hundred seventy five million. Is that adjusted for inflation? Yeah, no, that's that's oh, what the okay. actual prices were. So, yeah, there's there's some negligible, but not twenty five. <laughs> the U.S. dollar yeah, exactly. twenty five but the profit hasn't even doubled. That oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Star dude, Star Wars like. People act like Star Wars is this like niche fucking nerd thing. It's really not, yeah, dude. Not like at all. back in the seventies, like pe- everyone was seeing this movie like five thousand times. Yeah, like, that shit was like Avengers is the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, like, 100%. it's not. It's not for nerds. It's yeah, no, literally it's for every everyone. family. Yeah, if you haven't seen Endgame, like, like I just don't know what you do. What yeah, you, like what do you? Like, you just don't watch superhero movies at all. I guess so, but it's even like, then, they. Like, I, I know there's plenty of people I know that don't that don't care about Marvel and they went and saw Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Like they skipped everything and just went to those two movies and they're like, well, you know, I, I didn't want to be the only person that didn't know yeah, what these exactly. things were. <clears throat> yeah. I just, um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's generational, dude. Like I've, I don't, I've not, I haven't liked anything as long as I've liked Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about anything as much as I know about Star Wars. Like that was my shit growing up. Like I have, I probably have a fucking like, Equivalent to a bachelor's degree of, like, background knowledge on fucking Star Wars shit. Honestly, the highlight of going to see this Star Wars was that before we left, Ramsey was like, hey, have you seen 7 and 8? And I was like, I've seen 7, never saw 8. And I was like, can you just explain it to me? And he's like, let's watch it before we go. And we turn it on, we put it on Netflix, and then right before the movie starts, he goes, okay, explain episode 1 to me. And he fucking goes on for one minute, and then I cut him off at one minute. I'm like, go that fast. And he does two Three, and he's like out of breath because he's just trying to get every part of these movies in one minute. He went through all all seven, and then we started the eighth one. And like, we watched that one for about ten minutes, and I was like, let's fast forward to the cool stuff, and then you just <laughs> tell me about this movie. I uh, I like to pride myself on, on knowing these movies front to back. <laughs> the fucking, uh, yeah, we, we kind of like skipped through eight because there there's, there's some dog shit in eight. Don't fucking lie to yourself. I do think it's interesting that you, a massive Star Wars nerd, and me, who I've seen all of them now, but never cared, and I only watched the the early ones because my mom was super into Star Wars, and she forced me to when I was a child. Um, but we went and saw the ninth one together and left feeling pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's interesting, like, I guess... I guess the movie transcends whether or not you're into it or not. It was just like, yeah, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it was fun. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you have to... Because you kind of, like, went in without the context. Like, you saw the 8th movie and shit, but it's just like... You, you gotta understand, like, the, these new characters and shit, these are the legacy of, like, childhood heroes for me. And mm-hmm. so it's like it's weird seeing it. Like, Kylo Ren is my favorite Star Wars character ever. Yeah, Beta Keanu. It, yeah, sure. <laughs> He's, like, fucking... I don't know, because everyone like like plays up Darth Vader's like he's this amazing fucking villain. I do think he is, but he's an amazing villain because he's scary because he's badass. Kylo Ren's scary because he's fucking insane and unhinged, and he's like this super privileged entitled little asshole who like turned to the dark side. And I was just like, that's fucking dope. <laughs> that, he's way cooler than any other fucking villain. He's got the t- coolest fucking lightsaber. I don't know. I just going in this movie, which I guess we should just start fucking like hammering right into it. Um. Episode seven came out. That that movie, it, they they brought it back. J.J. Abrams was J.J. Abrams wrote episode seven. He had everything prepared for episode seven. Then the only problem was seven and eight or eight and nine were not written. There wasn't even overarching shit for them. Mm. So J.J. just pretty much came in and said, "I will make the blueprint for y'all." 
Yeah. And then he did rehash a bunch of shit from four. Snoke was maybe a misstep, but the thing is, when they went into episode eight, another guy, Ryan Johnson, came in and directed it, and people hate him because they say he fucked everything up. But this eight nine's worse than eight. Um, the thing is, Ryan Johnson did the same thing like with Knives Out, where he kept trying to subvert everyone's ex- expectations. So Snoke was set up to be the new Palpatine. Everyone thought, okay, he's the new overarching bad guy. Let's see where he goes. But in eight. Ryan Johnson just kills him, and there's no explanation where he came from, how he got his hooks into Kylo, you know, because Kylo, like, 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 Ben Solo was fucking training under Luke. How did Snoke come to see fucking Ben Solo? It doesn't make any sense, and it's not explained in the, in the new movie either. And so he kind of got rid of that, he got rid of a lot of side characters, he got rid of a lot of, like, mysterious shit going on, and it was just, like, I feel like he wanted to take it in a new direction, but the thing is, you cannot do that in the second fucking movie of a three-movie trilogy. Like, yeah. It, that's fucking crazy. Which so we, I would say, you, then you can't judge Nine as badly, because J.J. Abrams directed Nine, so he yeah. had to take back over. So you can't judge Nine as badly if he if J.J. Abrams set a blueprint out, and then somebody took it off course, and he had to correct it back. No, you can. Because mm. when you're fucking... When, when you, you're call, someone calls an audible, and they, maybe they fuck up you, this episode seven you made, you run with the ball, dude. Yeah. You take you take these ideas and you make them in your own. You figure it out. Ryan Johnson didn't do that and it was fucked up. JJ Abrams should have done that to make it cohesive. He he did not take the L for the fucking trilogy, dude. Mm. He went and turned it around cuz the thing is when you look at this movie, in the first 10 minutes of this movie, it's Kylo Ren finding a fucking Sith uh, a Sith holocron map that navigates him to Exegol, which is a Sith plant. God, this is getting grossly nerdy. <laughs> Exegol is a Sith plant where Emperor Palpatine is. This happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Palpatine is revealed as the puppeteer of the entire trilogy in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Palpatine is mentioned one time. There's no indication ever that Palpatine was running running the strings. That shit was J.J. Abrams going, "Ah, well, he fucked it, so I'm going to make it into something that I like and pretty much just make it Return of the Jedi again as much as I can. I don't like that. I think if Snoke was going to fucking die and be a piece of shit that was useless, J.J. should have ran with the ball. He should not have brought Palpatine back and, and had... Because that's a fucking cop-out, dude. He should have just made Kylo the, the supreme leader and said, this is not about Snoke. This is about Kylo. Kylo's here. He's going to be a fucking bad oh, guy. hot take from Ramsey. He thinks the movie should have been more about Kylo. But it is. But that's the problem. It, it's still about him too much. Yeah. Just fucking... Man, I don't know, dude. I, I just... I feel like the reason I, I think it's appropriate to judge this movie harshly, even though it came before it is shitty... Is pretty much the same reason I, I I fucking get upset about it. Chapter two. I don't care if the source material sucks. Fix it. Figure mm-hmm. it out. But don't fix it by fucking making it lame as shit and just being like, nope, old stuff you like is back. It's just old stuff you like. Because episode nine is fucking Star Wars, like berries. Yeah, it's literally just like keep keep going. There's not because in in seven it was a lot like that. But there were new characters and these characters were fucking awesome. Mm. And I don't think the new movie ruined these characters. I, I don't think anything's ruined, really. I just think that it, it, the overarching story got fucked, essentially. Yeah. No, no, but no it, resolution it here is, is it destroyed. It definitely leaves a good... Like, I don't know, you, you, you've said many times that your era of Star Wars is over after this one. You got your nine, and you're like, I'm not going to get into ten. You're going to get into ten just as much as you have all the rest, no matter if there, what you say. If there's Skywalkers in it, it that's it. I'm, I'm going to be fucking obsessed with it. Mm. But the thing is, if, if this is truly the cutoff where my people are done, then the new ones, I, I'm going to walk in light as a fucking feather. What if it's uh, old Palpatines that now call themselves Skywalkers? 
I don't know. Just it, if it, if it has to do with shit I care about from the old, it, but if it's brand new, like they go do old Republic shit, which is like hundreds of years in the past, like mm. that's fine. Oh, you're saying? Yeah. If the, I I assume at this point, I hope that they keep going in a in a linear timeline. Oh fuck no, dude! At least with the movies? with the main with the main. If they make another trilogy, I would hope that it's episode 10, 11, 12. I would hope they don't jump back and do negative one, negative two, negative three. Yeah, no, or, no. That's that's what I'm saying. I think the episodes are done. I, I think you're wrong, bro. They're gonna keep it going. You gonna make fucking another Ray movie? I don't. I think with the amount of money that they're pulling in, that Disney's not letting that stop. The mouse is coming in and kicking JJ Abrams and anyone else in the dick. That's like, no, I'm not doing. How you did that with this movie? They're just yeah. The second, <laughs> the second somebody's like, I'm not doing it. They're like, then we will replace you. Yeah. We have the copyright. Regardless, in my eyes right now, regardless of what could happen, th- these movies are done. My 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 Star Wars story that I fucking loved is over. I hated Solo. I hated Rogue One. I'm I because I, mm. I didn't give a fuck. And, and they're also they were really shitty movies. <laughs> But the only bad movie out of this new trilogy, I think, is kind of bad, is is nine. But mm-hmm. it's I still like it. it. There's some cool shit. That's that's a good take to have. There's too many Star, star Wars fans are one of like the worst fucking groups of people. They, yeah. They, if if every time a Star Wars fan said, "Oh, they ruined it," it's every movie. There's never been yeah. one that Star Wars fans have left and been like, "That was just fucking dandy." Yeah. I loved it. Like, also, hot take: Return of the Jedi sucks. Like it's, <laughs> it's it, really fucking lame. Like corny <laughs> as fuck. Um. So here's my only, my last take on the, on the Star Wars. I, knowing nothing, but I said this take right as we walked out of the movie theater and Ramsey didn't say it was dumb. So I'm proud of myself. Here is my beef. At one point in the movie, uh, Luke offers, uh, he, he leaves Leia's lightsaber and he says, Leia told me to hand this to you because she was leaving her lightsaber for somebody to finish what she started. And I was like, that's sick. And then in my head I was like, she's bringing two that one is going to be given to Kylo, and he's going to save the fucking day as Leia's son. That's who she meant to give it to. And then she brings the two lightsabers, and then Kylo gets one of the lightsabers, and then Kylo gets knocked into a fucking pit and doesn't kill Palpatine. Yeah. And then all this, all this bullshit happens, and it ends. And that, I thought the ending with Kylo dying was the only way that that was going to work. I, if he had lived, I would have been like, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. But uh, it pisses me off because it would have been so much cooler if after Palpatine was like, kill me, and she couldn't do it, if Kylo just walked up and went fucking maniac on him, the same way he did on uh, Luke, the same way he did on planets and other people, and just fucking losing his mind, Han, if he just fucking lost his shit, murdered the shit out of Palpatine, got all of the Sith inside of him, and then took his own fucking head off, or sapuku'd himself with a lightsaber. Yeah. Would have just been like, that's the coolest character ever. He wasn't evil. He had bad shit in him, but he, yeah. he literally used it to end the Sith. Like, that would have been the coolest ending. Kylo would have been a badass. Yeah. He's still a badass, but, yeah. you know, would have no, been cooler. Yeah, no, I mean, that and that, that, that was cool. And, like, if that, it, honestly, that could have worked. I I mean, I don't, like, the ending we got, the only reason it sucks is because Kylo got thrown out of the game, and it's just the line that fucking Palpatine gives. He's like, I throw you down like my, your father did to me. I was like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Stop talking. Stop talking. I'm done. But, um, yeah, no, that'd be cool. I just, I don't know. I, I'm happy. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm fucking happy with Kylo. He's, again, my favorite Star Wars character. The, the 10 minutes I got of him as Ben Solo, I thought were corny, but genuinely almost started crying because he had Han Solo down to a T. I mean, basic, uh, basic Keanu Reeves, great acting in that movie. Holy <laughs> shit. The fucking, the change he makes, and when he goes on He's not basic Keanu Reeves. He's a better actor than Keanu Reeves. <laughs> okay, better Keanu Reeves. I'm okay with that. You can see that take. Okay, better Keanu Reeves. 
it is really incredible, A, seeing him switch into Ben Solo, but that doesn't seem that amazing to me. Yeah. Like, you can go from crazy to normal. But the thing is, when he's going, when he is unhinged for the first fucking half of the movie, I believe all of it. He's not scary the way that other Star Wars characters or normal villains in movies are, where you're like, this guy is the bad guy. This is a dude that's just fucking insane. Yeah. Like, and, and evil, but, like... He's you, like angry. you trust. Yeah. It's like it's like watching the Joker, where part of you is just like I am uncomfortable listening yeah. to this man. That's why he's my like in seven. He does that fucking perfectly because mm. you you see him and it sets him up as Kylo Ren, the the va- the new Vader. Yeah. But then you see him throw a fucking tantrum and go bat shit on a bunch of electronics with his lightsaber, and you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> that's my boy, but he crazy. I will say when he with the very or towards the beginning of the movie when he does the force choke on somebody sitting at the table the yeah. same exact way that like happens in the first, and, and instead of instead of doing like a force choke and being like I'm gonna choke you and then you're gonna he just fucking fucking kills him I don't know if he died but he yeah. beat the shit out of him in front of everybody he, would grab, he like force grabs him throws him on the ceiling throws him down and he's just like I fucking dare y'all to keep talking <laughs> he's just like like this like the substitute teacher who comes in way too hot yes. <laughs> he like to get the respect of the kids Oh my yeah. god. Anyway. If anybody gives me a fake name, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I like episode nine. If yeah. you hate it, if you hate it, you gotta stop hating Star I Wars think, movies. You're uh, too old for it. What's what's everyone should do this more, even if you're not uh fucking vain enough to host your own podcast, talk about movies more, because it's interesting. Some movies you talk about, like Spider Man and Knives Out, and you get ten minutes in talking about it, and you're like, actually I fucking hated that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought I really liked it, but after talking Star Wars, the more I talk about it, the more I realize I really liked that movie. Yeah. It's hard to find the pacing was weird, but Yeah. It wasn't the movie I wanted at all. It, but it, it sparked the joy, man. Like it, it's still I got I got little pieces of, of, of the childhood and that that's what it's Han Solo's in this movie for 15 seconds, and I started fucking bawling. I was like, I was like, I could feel the tears streaming down my face. I was like, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. It was, it I was, will say, when we left the movie, I knew it wasn't that great of a movie because Ramsey wasn't just in tears in a ball. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's he's walking and standing. I was like, yeah. it can't be that. It can't be that good. Yeah, but I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I I fucking love Star Wars, and this movie just. Again, not the best Star Wars movie, but also like it. it my, I fucking I got to see it end, and I I still love every char- every new character. It's the same thing that happened with Kingdom Hearts three for me. Yeah, I, ended, I was like, that is not the strongest one, but you know, you ended it, and yeah. I'm just happy. I was like, you yeah. didn't you didn't butcher it. You didn't exactly. ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all you could ask for when you're at the ninth of a fucking movie franchise. Yeah. If you don't fuck it up. You, you killed it. That's yeah. the, just don't don't take risks, man. Just end it. Let yeah. it let it die. Also, I hit a point where I'm just like, I don't even hate the prequels anymore. Can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> Can't hate kids' movies. Okay, let's get into the other movies we saw. Let's oh, knock it out in the last two. This is only gonna be a thirty minute episode, just so y'all know. Yeah, thirty minutes quotation yeah. marks. <laughs> right. uh, I saw without you a beautiful day in the neighborhood. How'd you feel? Garbage movie. Thanks. Just gonna say that out. Don't go see it. It's not good. A, the marketing's terrible, just like Knives Out, but even if you knew of going into it, this isn't a Mr. Rogers movie. It's a story about a reporter that has uh-huh. Mr. Rogers in it. Even then, it's just not a fucking good movie. It's just fucking stupid. It's weird. It has a whole... I don't want to spoil anything. Fuck that movie. It was bad. Can you spoil it for me after this? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, and then you and me saw together Queen and Slim and had vastly different opinions. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I fucking hated Queen and Slim. I was like, it, like, borderline thought it was like a fucking bit. Like, I, I walked out <laughs> furious. <laughs> uh, I can say I think Queen and Slim is worth going to see. 
there's one scene, and if you've seen the movie or you, you go see it after this, please tweet me because you know which scene I'm talking about. There's one scene that is so beyond belief, just dirt dumb, that uh, it, it did kind of ruin the movie. Because you, you get about 30 minutes into this movie, and it's kind of intense and exciting, and then this scene happens, and you're like, this is... What the fuck is going yeah. on? Like, From that, that point on, I started hating the movie. Yeah, it's hard. I got back into it, and that's why I think yeah. I liked it. Because I just, I was just like, that scene didn't happen. Let's yeah. just pretend that that didn't take place. Because that, that was... Yeah, that movie was like borderline offensive to me. It happens but, at a gas station. Yeah, you, you, yeah. The second you see the pull up to a gas station, you just have to be like, turn the turn the movie off, go get a drink, get, leave the theater, <laughs> go to the bathroom, come back, and just pretend like that gas station didn't Go happen. get a real drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll make it a lot better. Uh, then we out now, Dark Waters and Bombshell. Hoping to see that before 2019 ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, also coming out soon, Uncut Gems and Little Women. Yeah, Seeing Little Women on Christmas with the family. Couldn't be great. me to see Little Women. And uh, Cats is out. Cats is out. Cats is out. We're seeing Uncut, uncut Gems soon. ASAP. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Are we... All right, never, I'll talk about this later. But, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, see. for next year... That, that's everything for this year, but for next year, who knows? We got all next monthly movie review: Bad Boys for Life, baby. It's gonna be fucking <laughs> oh, fire, man. dude. I'm getting dragged along to another one. Bad Boys for Life and Jumanji Two, bitch. No, you're not getting me to go to Jumanji. <laughs> you're seeing Jumanji Two. All right, and uh, next week we are going to be doing our year in review. Uh, we'll be talking about the podcast so far. Uh, you know, we've had our what was it six months? Like a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're at thirty episodes, so yeah, a little over six months now. Yeah, a little over seven months. Ooh, look can't at that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about where it's where the podcast has been, where it's headed. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna yeah. be a good time. We're gonna see. There might be uh, there might be some surprises for the future. Some some people are on the ground level. If you're listening to this one, the day it comes out, or the, or the year in review, the day it comes out, you're gonna be year one fans, baby. That's true, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure we're gonna we're gonna get your shit engraved in a champagne bottle and pop over billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening.